Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, and I am so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which features a special interview in my mini-series about the importance of midlife mentors. You know, you're never going to know when you're going to meet someone that you're going to learn a lot from. Sometimes that person surprises you and you just don't see them coming, and that's how it was with my guest today. But first, I want to thank you for being here. I know that time is tight and you're a busy person and you have pressed play and I really, really appreciate that you're here listening to the Women in the Middle podcast. So if you're here again, thanks for coming back. And if you're new to the podcast, you just found your tribe. Fantastic. So let's get going. You may have noticed that I said hi, y'all, today when I greeted you. That is because of my special guest. In honor of her Arkansas roots, actually, As I said, today's episode of Women in the Middle is the second in a mini-series I'm putting together for you about why mentors rock in midlife. Specifically, we'll be talking about why this amazing woman is a mentor to me, who has been a mentor to her, and how you can really get so much farther in, in your life and your business when you have help and support from a mentor. I just loved inviting my guest to the podcast today. She's taught me so much about sales. Yes, about selling. It's actually part of everything we do, and it's actually helping. And that, my friends, is the main reason I love what I do. I love helping women in the middle get excited about their lives. My guest today also loves helping women. Kendrick Shope is the creator of the leading sales training for women entrepreneurs called Sales School and the Authentic Selling Process, which has created millions of dollars in revenue and new business for her clients. Kendrick hosts her own podcast and TV show, Sell Like a Woman, reaching nearly 100,000 followers in six continents. Kendrick's work has been featured on The Steve Harvey Show, NBC, Forbes, Inc., and more. Kendrick teaches women about how to sell without sacrificing one ounce of integrity, and that's really what put Kendrick on my radar. You're going to love her story and her message. I've learned so much from her, and I can't wait for you to meet her. So enjoy the interview. Hi, Kendrick. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast. Hi, Susie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited about being on this podcast. Oh my God. I am so excited to have you. And Kendrick, I just want to let you know that I really am honored to have you here with me today in my mini series, The Importance of Midlife Mentors. And first, you've been an important mentor to me for a few reasons, which we're of course going to be talking about today. But second, I know so well that none of us can get where we're going alone. And I'm absolutely fascinated to hear more about other women's mentors as well. And I can't wait to hear that from you. I'm excited to share. And you know, Susie, I gave a talk a couple of weeks ago at the Women in Auto Conference. And one of the, it was called 12 Rules for Life. And one of the rules was you need people. 
even if you're an introvert, you need people. And so that's sort of, I mean, you know, tags on to exactly what you're talking about, about how important your mentors are. So I'm, I'm, I'm really passionate about this topic and thankful for the opportunity to share. Oh, that's amazing. Well, then let's dive in. So the first thing I just want to talk about is when I first met you. It was about four or five years ago, and you were on the stage at a life coach school event in Santa Barbara. And I was thinking, wow, that girl has some confidence. And I like what she's saying, but I wasn't ready just yet as I was just learning how to be a life coach myself. So I made a mental note about who you were. I looked you up and I just logged you. <laughs> and then that was the reason when I first um, started this work uh, for being a life coach. Like I thought all I had to do was nail my coaching skills and be the best coach ever and the people would come. I really didn't understand that the key to my success, obviously I needed to be a good life coach. I had to, to help clients get results, but it would actually end up being my mindset and comfort with selling. And because you're an authentic selling uh, expert and your whole approach really helped me understand all of this so much better. So can you talk a little bit about how it's super important to be authentic and know your comfort level? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I smile every time that you mention that, that event because it goes down as one of my favorite things I've done since starting my business. It was such a lovely event that, that we had the pleasure of attending. So yes, you know, I think that sales gets a bad rap um, or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it gets the rap it should get initially because, you know, selling can make you feel icky, sleazy, slimy, gross on both sides. We've all had been on that side of the, 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 the sales experience where somebody's just really sold us in an inauthentic, gross way. And that just doesn't work for me. Uh, I'm, I'm from the South, obviously, and my mama doesn't, did, didn't raise me to be pushy or be a bully. Or, and so that doesn't work too well for me. And as I entered this online world, I realized that there's this gap missing in people's businesses. And it is selling, but not selling in the way that they understand it. And so, you know, selling, selling is absolutely at, it, at its core, at its bare minimum, at its foundation. It's the exchange of money for a product or service. And if you really think about that, that's, that's boring. It's a bunch of just words on, on a paper <laughs> or on a Google search. But if you think about that for a minute, if you stop and you say, okay, wait, the exchange of money for a product or service, there's really nothing icky, sleazy, slimy, gross, pushy, being a bully about it. And so that's sort of the foundation of authentic selling. And, and, and one of the, the, the premises or the, the, the rules or the, the other foundation of authentic, another foundation of authentic selling is if it makes you feel icky, sleazy, slimy, gross, or like a bully, do it another way. So I mean, you know, it, it, yeah. Is it any wonder that if you're engaging in an activity that makes you feel that way, it's not going to work? That's right. Because so, that's all coming from a thought about how you feel about what you're doing, right? So obviously you're going to create results that prove that thought. Absolutely. If you feel icky about what you're doing, your results are probably going to be pretty dang icky too. <laughs> totally. So yeah, it's, it's amazing to me, Susie, and you know this better than anybody else, how it all starts with what's going on right up in our heads, right? <laughs> that is so right. And, and uh, you can really turn that on your ear. So when, when you first said, well, you know what? Selling is helping. I'm like, what? What? Really? <laughs> Tell me more about that. Yeah. So like I said, the, you know, at its most basic level, the, de the definition of selling is the exchange of money for a product or service. But 
I believe that selling is helping. I believe that uh, doing this work, if, if you, especially the service-based industry where people are, are becoming life coaches and nutrition coaches and, and, and healers and, and whatever else, you know, you want to change people's lives for the better. And when people come into contact with you, you do change people's lives for the better. And that is helping. That is, you know, if, if, if people don't, if you can change somebody's life, health, business, weight, whatever, and they can't find out about you and you don't sell them, then they continue to suffer or they have to learn from someone else. And so if you're good at what you do and you're able to change someone's experience and improve it, of course you need to sell them. And of course, selling is helping. You know, I've spent a lot of money over the past six years learning and growing and I don't begrudge one penny of that. I was sold and I learned and I am better for it. Those people helped me. And so when you think about it like that, I really, we, we, the, the, the final iteration of that is it is your obligation to sell your ideal customers on how you can help them. And I believe that. I, I totally get it now because so many of us that have had a midlife uh, change of career or we have a passionate side hustle, like something we're doing on the side because uh, it's not time to make a full-time change yet or whatever. You have a job that you're still committed to. But so many of us start working in this other realm because we're so passionate about it, because there's something missing, because we realize we've got a gift that we want to share, that we want to help. And it's such a disconnect when you think about how genuinely excited you are to help people. And then you have an opportunity to help people and you recoil in fear and gross ickiness. <laughs> and it's such a disconnect. It is. And I think that part of that comes with just not knowing what to say. You know, uh, I, I think that it, it's not that, it, it, I'm going to use a double negative here, but it's not that people don't want to help people. Of course they do. But then, and that all sounds wonderful, but that's all theory. So then when you get right down to it, great, Kendrick, I want to help. I left my job. I've gone through midlife. I want to make a difference. I want to be impactful. I want to be fulfilled. What do I say? So it's all, it's all fun and games to say, great, don't feel icky, but what do I say not to feel icky? And so that, you know, one is theory and then one is the actual application. And that's what I love about authentic selling is it gives you both. You know, it is super step one, step two, step three, step four. So you know exactly what to do. And I think that that's where a lot of, of great theories leave off is that's, that's all wonderful, but then how do I apply it so that it works for me and my business? You know what? And it's not just business. There are so many other situations that my clients have talked to me about where they're, they just don't have the comfort level to go after what it is that they want. It's the same sort of thing. It might be a raise. It might be, I was just talking to clients recently where they just really wanted to work at home a little bit more and that that would give them the flexibility that they were craving to to stay in their job longer, you know? So sometimes it, it has nothing to do with business. It has to do with just going after what you want. Well, and I think that that's the thing. I think that that is the, the, one of the reasons that selling is, this, this movement has become so powerful because it, it allows people, I, I believe selling is the tool that allows women and men, but I can't speak for men because I'm a woman, but <laughs> to get anything they want. And I, I, you know, I, it, it's really taken, taken hold and taken flight. I mean, you know, we, we were fortunate enough to get to go on Steve Harvey and talk about that exact same thing 
And, and one of the things we talked about, like an, an audience member said, how do I get my child to go to bed on time? I just want to know how to sell my kid on going to bed on time. And great, fantastic. Here's how you use selling to do that. And then, and then another person in the audience wanted to know, how do I get a raise? How do I show my value? Another person in the audience, which this, this, wasn't, this didn't get on air, but um, another person in the audience wanted to know how to uh, sell more of her direct uh, market candles, you know, like, um, oh, Susie, what's it called? Uh, MLM. Yeah, yeah. Candles. Yeah, yeah. And so it can be business. It can be getting a raise. It could be getting a promotion. It can be, how do I get my husband to help with the freaking dishes? <laughs> I mean, it can be any of that. that and, and, you know, it's funny because when I realized this, I did not realize that for a long time. But I remember one time saying to my husband, hey, um, would you like to help with the laundry? Terrible question, by the way. And he was like, no. And I was infuriated. Susie, I was so mad. I'm like, I'm bad thoughts. Running around with my, like a chicken with my head cut off. Gross Southern reference. I've got this to do. I've got this to do. I mean, I was in victim mode and you don't want to help with the laundry. And then it just sort of hit me. Like I have these like moments where like people drop a load of brick, God or whoever drops a load of bricks on my head. You know what? I don't want to do the laundry either. Why would anybody want to help with the laundry? Right? I mean, gross, unless you love laundry. And so I realized that my question was flawed. And I needed to sell him by the right choice of words. And so rather than, hey, do you want to help with the laundry? I say, hey, sweetie, I'm really busy right now. And I know that you're really busy, but I could use some help with the laundry so we can watch a movie later together. Because his love language is quality time. And so all of a sudden, now do the laundry, get some time with Kendrick, and she's not in a bitchy mood. <laughs> so basically, you figured out the benefit and you decided to offer that. Exactly. Exactly. And I had always thought about selling from a business perspective until then. You know, I've been in selling, I've, I've been in sales my whole life, at least my whole adult life. And so I, I'd never thought about selling from the perspective of getting my husband to help make Kalyana's lunch or getting help with the laundry or, uh, you know, get, I remember another example was I wanted my mom to read this book one time and she was like, no, I don't want to read it. It was, um, name of the book was OJ's guilty, but not of murder. And my mom was like, I've had enough OJ. I don't want to read it. Thank you very much. I was like, no, you have to read it. I've got to have somebody to talk to this book about. She's like, no, I, I just, I don't. So I was like, okay, great. That was all about me, right? I want you to read it. I want you to read it. I want you to read it. So I called her up and I was like, I have a great idea. Let's go away for the weekend and go um, and, and, and we can have a book club. And I've already read this book. So if you read it, we can spend the whole weekend together and talk about it. Well, all of a sudden it was about quality time again, right? So, I mean, it really does. It helps you to get what you want in life. It's like magic. You know, you're so right. And you mentioned that direct sales example, which is another one that comes up so often with women our age. In fact, I discovered direct sales five years ago and I uh, learned so much from just being, you know, I came from public service for 27 years and I just being with a group of mostly women who were really excited about a product. Now, in that case, it was a product, and I tried seven companies since then. And I, as, just because I love the idea of getting with other women and finding these cool products that help people. But yep. it's such a learning curve for people like me, like so many others who haven't been uh, in doing anything like that where they've ever had to think about sales. So they haven't gotten the memo that selling is helping, and they uh, often start you know, it happens a lot on Facebook too, where there's just a lot of social media, just buy this, buy this, buy this. Like people don't really understand that it's not about pushing. It's not about you. It's about 
highlighting how that thing will be amazing for somebody else. Absolutely. And I think direct sales is a good one because like you said, a lot of people, um, you know, when they, when they get to a lot of women, when they get to midlife, want more, they want more fulfillment. They want to make a little bit more money or a lot more money. They want something else and they have the time now for something else. They've been giving and giving and giving to everybody else. And, and, and again, it, it all sounds great in theory. And then you're sitting at the soccer field and you're like, I, I should bring up this amazing product, but I don't know how. It feels pushy. It feels icky. It feels whatever. And so I think that that's absolutely right. I think that understanding how to bring that up in conversation so it feels natural and normal and you can talk about this product, which you are so excited about, makes a huge difference. Yeah, the other thing that was really cool about direct sales and, and MLM is um, the community, right? So yeah. all of a sudden, you're in a learning community with people that are very like-minded. And eventually, you do learn because the focus yeah. of that is on that. And that's actually, actually another thing I found in coaching. Um, the community is amazing. Like, I found you because of the community. I found other mentors because of the community. And I personally love being part of this learning community where people are excited to learn. And that's also something that, um, that a lot of my midlife clients are talking about. That's something that's lacking is they feel so stagnant yep. and even learning about sales. Like it didn't occur to me that that would be something that I'd have to learn, uh, to be successful. And I love that. It's such a, it's such an important skill and it permeates everything, everything we do from, from like we were talking about getting some time off, making some more money, um, helping people, getting your message through. A lot of times, like you said, we just don't know what to say. So yeah. I, lo I love it. It's just such a basic skill. It is. And I think that, you know, selling, selling, I, I believe, like I said, is the currency in which women and men, but I can only speak to women, um, use to get what they want. But, but I think that for a midlife woman who uh, is looking for more fulfillment, who is looking for more satisfaction, who has been giving and giving and giving to her family for such an incredibly long time and, and has kind of said, you know what, actually, it, it, it can be about my family and about me. I can prioritize self-care. I can have a career I love. I can. Selling really is a tool set that um, increases their confidence, that makes them a powerhouse. Um, as I think about midlife and going through sort of that time of self-discovery, it's when I, you know, I, I, people, a lot of people discover life coaching. I discovered it earlier than midlife, but I'm so thankful for it in my midlife. Um, and, and I think just being able to have those tools to say, great, now I've worked my thoughts. Now I know what I want. Now I'm unapologetic about going out and getting it and, ha and having no regrets, like what you talk about. Now, now here's how to go out and actually make it happen. Yes, yeah, so good. Now, I know that you had a background in pharmaceutical sales. So when, when you were doing all that work, did you have an appreciation that selling was such a fundamental skill? Not, not as it relates to life. I did as it relates to business. I, I, was, a li I, was, I was a different pharmaceutical rep. So uh, I remember when, when you go through, through pharma, you go through sales schools, um, corporate selling schools, when you're training to be a pharmaceutical sales rep and you leave your family for four to six weeks, you're not allowed to come home. What? And it's like a college environment. You go to classes, you have tests, and you're there with your recruits or whatever. And if you don't pass then that means A's, not, 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 it means A's, you're out, you lose your job. So, I mean, it's a, it's a serious I deal. I had no it? idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's still like that. That was a while ago, but that's how it was when I started. And so I had an appreciation of, before that, Susie, I sold lumber. 
So, um, which is kind of hilarious, you know, Valentino <laughs> boots and hard hats walking lumber yard. And I wanted to sell something when I left, I left my job at Georgia Pacific, but I wanted to sell something that I felt I could see a direct impact and pharmaceuticals was that this was before HIPAA. So we used to have yet to have sometimes interaction with patients and again before HIPAA and you could hear the stories, you know, you never heard the story of gosh, I bought your lumber and my house is so much better because of it. (laughs) You know, I went on this drug and whatever, whatever, whatever. And so I did have, I could begin to see that selling was helping in, in that, in that way. But I was a different kind of salesperson. My, my bosses used to say to me, if I could, one in particular, if I could bottle what you have and teach it, I would be a billionaire. Hmm. And I was young. I was 20 something. And I remember thinking, you don't get to be the billionaire. I do. Now, what are you talking about? What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but really what he meant was this approach, I believe, to selling is helping and also to relationship building. So we would come out of those sales schools and they would expect us to have our detail aid, our marketing material in hand and go and, and pitch the doctors. And that's a surefire way to get kicked out and to tick everybody off. Mm-hmm. And so what I, I didn't pull the detail aid out for six months. I got to know the office. I got to know the staff. I got to know about the staff's kids. I wanted to become part of the office. So when they kicked everybody else out, I felt like I belonged. And I had a boss say to me, you've got to start selling. And I said, give me six months. And by the end of that year, we took our, our, our territory from 425th in the nation last to first. And it, it basically is just that belief that A, selling is helping. Let's focus on what this does for the patient and engagement with the office, making yourself a valuable part, a valuable resource to the office, engaging, knowing people. Uh, selling through relationships. And those two things are a recipe for massive success. Oh, absolutely. Uh, And then people trust you and then you're top of mind and you've already given and given and given. Oh, that's so good. So one of the things that uh, you taught me was not to take myself so seriously and to let my personality shine through. You do this so well, Kendrick. You shoot from the heart. You share when things go wrong. You even apologize. You do crazy things like this 24-hour slumber party with sales stuff. And you are just being you in business. And you obviously value it and see it as super important and, and also as a way to stand out. Can you talk a little bit more about this? Because I was definitely taking myself too seriously. You're silly and you're successful and I love it. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I, you know, it's funny because I'm a pretty serious person. Like when you get, when you, when you, my husband always says, you're, and, and my daughter, my nickname at the house is Queen Cactus because I'm prickly. What? <laughs> <laughs> queen Cactus. And I'm like, as long as you put the queen in front of it, I'm okay. But I'm not joking. Like they're like, you're as lovable as a cactus sometimes. So I'm pretty serious. But I, online, first of all, I love I love the online world. I, and, and, and I've got a huge personality. And so, Susie, I wish I could tell you that this was all some part of some great big marketing plan that I knew what I was doing, but I didn't. I just pressed record and got online and started learning. Um, and I just talked and I was just myself and I do make a lot of mistakes. And I, I'm, I'm, I, when I was coming up, you know, six years ago, five years ago, I didn't see a lot of people saying, I screwed up. What I saw was everything was perfection. It was this glamorous looking lifestyle. It was all this money. 
It was, um, there were no mistakes ever. And, and that's fantastic, but that I make mistakes. And everything's not always glamorous. And, um, you know, I just thought, okay, great. If I'm going to do this, I've got to believe in it and I've got to be me. And so I really try to let people see the whole thing. Um, I, and it's interesting because I've gotten advice from some great mentors that have said, you're too goofy online. You're, you're, you know, you, your big personality detracts from the message. You need to be more serious. And I've tried that. It's from people I trust and and some people that you know pretty well, Susie. And I, um, I've tried that, and it's not me. And our sale, not only am I not happy, but our sales decline. And because it's inauthentic. And so I have to relearn this message from time to time as well, too. You know, like, I have to, oh, yeah, you're not being true to you. And so it's not resonating with people. And, so and I think now at 41, I finally learned that in life and business. But a couple um, of years ago, after our most <laughs> successful launch ever, I had a couple of just powerhouse women say, and, and, you know, it's crazy because it, it wasn't at a low time. It was our most successful launch ever. They're like, yeah, but you could have made so much more if you'd just been a little bit more serious and maybe not shown that side of you. And mm -mm, no, for me, this is who I have to be. And so it just doesn't work the other way. It's not that I have some great big marketing scheme or I'm super, super smart. It's just I can't do it the other way. It does not resonate. Well, I have to tell you what you do, I could not do, but it cracks <laughs> me up and it draws me in. So the first thing I saw you do that was a little wacky was put your makeup on and give sales advice. So I know um, the women in the middle out there, you can't see Kendrick, but she's adorable and she's very pulled together, beautiful redhead. Um, and you know, you're very pulled together. And so you present in a very professional way, but there you were sitting with your turban, putting your face on. <laughs> and yeah. There I was sitting in my bathroom, putting my face on. I yes. Cracking up. Yes. See, that's what I wanted. So, and that's one of the things that, that one of my, one of my mentors told me, she's like, they don't need to see you like that. I'm like, mm, actually they do. Cause they're doing the exact same thing with me. You know, it makes you touchable. It makes you relatable. And, and please like, I mean, I, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I'm so glad you said that. And it's so funny because again, that was just something that I started a, a year or so ago. And, um, I, I, I think I had committed to doing a live and I was running a little late. I was like, oh, I'm just going to do it with my makeup on and people love it. And that, I mean, like, it's one of the things people say all the time. I love watching you put on your makeup. It cracks me up. You're giving sales advice and putting on your eyeliner. And I'm like, who knew? It who knew? Totally and so I think that that's one of the things to say to anybody is you have to have permission to try. You know, that could have been a disaster. Like, I don't have makeup on. I'm committed to going live. I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off. But I'm like, okay, great. We're just going to make it work. We're just going to try it. So thank you for saying that. Oh, you're welcome. And then the other funny thing was, and by the way, when I was watching you, first of all, I know a lot of people listening right now are in the bathroom. And I think it's great. Like podcasts in the bathroom, who cares? Just don't yep. drop your phone in the toilet, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the, other, the other thing I saw you do and, I, and this is a, a Kendrick Shope exclusive, I think, is this 24-hour sleepover thing. And I know you've got one coming up. Tell me why in the world do you think it's uh, amazing to do a 24-hour sleepover? Yeah, so it's interesting. I'll tell you where the idea came from. We were watching, I think it was um, House of Cards, and there was this political campaign, and one of the... Um, 
people running for president or something did a 24-hour marathon like on television and I I said oh yeah remember Jerry Lee Lewis used to do those marathons maybe they still do and oh, I used Jerry to Jerry Lewis Jerry yeah yes I used to right. love those things I, I used to be so excited as a kid I'd stay up and me and too so I, I forgot about that yeah that's where the idea came from and I thought huh I wonder what would happen if we try this well about the same time my daughter had a sleepover and so we drug a big mattress into the living room. I don't remember why the living room, but they slept over on this big mattress in the living room. They were so excited about the sleepover. And we had like face masks and painting nails and all this stuff for them to do. And I just started thinking, we're going to try this in the community and see how it goes. And we tried it for the first time about a year ago and people loved it. And we've done it two or three times since then, but it's all been sort of an experiment Experiment contained within the authentic selling community. It's specifically for the authentic selling community. And this, this year, we're doing it Friday, July 20th, and we've got all the topics pre-planned. Like before, I kind of did it off the hip. I kind of just shot from the hip and did it. But now we've got our 24 topics planned, and I've done it enough to know how I want to perfect it. So I think it's amazing for three reasons. Number one, it's fun. I think, you know, and, 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 and I think that we take ourselves too seriously online yeah. and we all try to be perfect. And so, you know, I, I think it's fun. Number two, you learn a lot. And number three, that, that information is available to the authentic selling community long after the 24 hours. So for example, we're going to talk about pricing and we're going to talk about steps to a, a discovery call that converts. And so those will be in there for the life of the authentic selling community. You, you, you know, six months later when you're like, I need to raise my prices. What do I need to do? You can go in the authentic selling community and search for a video about raising prices and that'll come up. So, and how, so long are, how long are these uh, clips typically? Yeah, they're, they're, they're short. 10 minutes. On um, the hour? Yeah, every hour on the hour. So we start at 8 a.m. Central on Friday and we'll go until 8 a.m. Central on Saturday morning. Oh and then, you know, Susie, I told you this, but to make it even more complicated, my brother is also getting married on Friday. <laughs> so, funny. so I called my friend Jenny She and I'm like, what the heck? I've had this like 24 for 24 planned for months and now Keith's getting married on Friday. And she said, you need to change it. And so I sat with it for a while. I was like, nope, you know what? This is a great example of how we're just going to bring the community with this. So literally, I'll be going live from the reception and teaching. I'll be going live getting ready, teaching. I mean, it'll be crazy. <laughs> but it'll be fun, too. It's so. so much fun. And I think you hit the nail on the head with fun because there's a lot of people out there doing amazing things online. And you really do have to stand out. And you do have to have fun. So I love that. Now, what you just did is exactly the third thing. You don't even know what you did because it's so natural. What you just did is the other thing I wanted to talk to you about in terms of a way that you've really taught me something as a mentor. And what you did was the recap. So I've really learned the way you teach. You just instinctually do this recap. It's the way you repeat your lessons with numbers, and it's so helpful with learning. So from your playbook, the way you've had a significant, you've been a significant mentor to me is number one. You taught me what I needed to know about authentic selling that really changed my mindset and helped me find my clients. Number two, you taught me the importance of being myself and letting my personality shine through in my business. And number three, you taught me a variety of solid teaching strategies that have helped me connect with my clients even more. And that little recap is one of them. Susie, you nailed it. That's <laughs> awesome. I love it. Yeah. So that tool is called the Obama tool. Like as in Barack Obama, I don't care if you're, if you're in the States, you're not, if you're Democrat or Republican, doesn't matter. But 
when we watched the debates years ago when Barack Obama was running against George, no, uh, no, 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 no. Barack Obama was running, I guess, for the first time. So Bush was going out, Clinton, Clinton and Obama were running against each other. And I don't remember who the Republican candidate was. It was too long ago. Doesn't matter. McCain. They would, I, I, I said to Blake, my husband, he is doing something awesome here. And Blake was like, please don't talk to me about politics. I was like, this has nothing to do about politics. I said, watch. And so they'd be in debates and, and, the, and the moderator would say, okay, how are you going to tame the national debt or whatever? And the Republican candidate, whoever it was, would say, we're going to blah, 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 blah. And then Barack Obama would say, we're going to number one, we're going to number two, and we're going to number three. Or we're going to blah, 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 blah. So to recap, that means we're going to number one, number two, and number three. And every time he said that, I paid attention. Number one, number two, number three. So then I started studying communication and I realized that there's some sales psychology behind why you do that. But at the end of the day, going number one, number two, number three in your recap, people are going to remember so much more than blah, 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 verbal vomit is what we call it in sales school. And so that's the Obama tool. Number one, number two, number three. (laughs) Well, you nailed it and I learned it from you. So uh, another thing I really wanted to talk to you about is the importance of mentors in your life. So you have done, been a significant mentor in my life. I had an interview. Uh, I'm doing a little mini series. So I did um, your number two in my little mini series. And I'm just so thrilled to have you here to talk about this. So can you tell us a little bit about who has really influenced you and why? What were some of the main lessons they helped you with that really changed your life and, uh, or your business? Yeah, absolutely. I think the first mentor, and it's funny because I've never spoken live to this person. So I think it's interesting that this person could be a mentor and I've never spoken live to her, but that person is Martha Beck. And when I went through my midlife funk at 30, and it was at 30, um, and I hope that that really is not my midlife. I do want to live past 60, (laughs) but I just was, you know, through all those typical things that you talk about, I had um, someone say to me, you need to read Martha Beck's book. I think specifically find your own, find your North star, follow your own North star and her books steering by starlight and the North star book changed my life. Hmm. I then enrolled in Martha Beck life coaching school. And although I'm not a life coach, what I can tell you is that the, what I learned in that allowed me to become the person I am today. And that the main thing I learned from her, it's a lot, a lot of the same stuff that you teach Susie, but it is uh, that our thoughts are not real. You know, every day, I mean, to the outward world, I was, I, I, I was successful, great husband, great job, money in the bank, good house, whatever. And, and yet I looked in the mirror every day and, and thought, you are a failure. You are a wow. failure. You are a failure. You are a failure. And that was probably the kindest thing I thought. So <laughs> it went downhill from there. Right. And so learning that, you know, about the reptilian brain and about the social self versus the essential self and learning that actually those are not true. They serve a purpose. And now I know what that purpose is. And I also know that I can act in the best interest of myself in spite of those thoughts, change my life. I would not have gotten without those tools and those foundations, none of the rest of this would have been possible. So number one, Martha Beck. Number two, Marie Forleo. Um, I, while, I, while I was uh, wrapping up Martha Beck Life Coaching, I went to an event in New York City called Rich Happy Hot Life. And that was Marie Forleo's event. Fun name. What? Rich, happy, hot life. Live. L-I-V-E oh, live. live. Oh. R-H-H live. Yeah. Great name. I didn't know Marie Forleo. I went to hear Danielle Laporte speak. And there's Marie's event. Danielle was speaking. And I had a spiritual experience in that event. I knew that I wanted this big, 
glamorous lifestyle that Marie talked about. I, I knew that I wanted to, uh, you know, be on video and, and be able to, to have the opportunity to take stages like she, she had done. And so I walked up to her and said, I am meant to work with you. And I did get the opportunity to work with her one-on-one -on -one for the next year. And I was a hot mess. Uh, she and I joked recently that if she would never do this, but if they had sat around and voted least likely to succeed, it would have been me because <laughs> I was just, I was, I was a pool of just mess because I was learning and I was changing and I was, but what I did do was I soaked up every bit of learning from her I could. And then number three is Jenny She. And I met, oh, well, so what I learned from Marie is number one, just that it's possible. So first, number one, first I, I went through and I, I wrangled my thoughts. And then number two, I needed an example of what is possible. What am I shooting for? What do I, no, I don't want to be Marie Forleo. I want to be Kendrick Show. But just to see what's possible, because I'd come from the corporate world. It was amazing to me. And I, and I learned a lot about doing business from her as well. But then I couldn't apply it. I just could not put two and two together. And so enter Jenny She, which is the third mentor. And I would not be here today without her either. She took all of this mess of creativity in my mind and all of this, I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to be on Oprah and I want to be on Steve Harvey and I want to have a book and I, you know, just all of it. And she boiled it down into really easy steps for me. And without her process, I would have just been, I would have been a, a, a depressed <laughs> pharmaceutical sales rep because I, I don't believe I would have made it work. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. Those I, are the I three love people. Oh, I love that. And Jenny's actually going to be in this series as well. Awesome. And yeah, her interview is also coming up because you, you described it really well. She can help you boil things down. She and can. what you said about um, knowing what's possible is so interesting because, you know, I see this a lot with kids this age too. So I'm surrounded by a lot of young, young men in their early 20s uh, because of my kids and everything and their friends. And they really suffer from this. Just like, how are you supposed to know what's possible when you just don't have the exposure to what's possible? And then yeah. as women our age, we've been so like, just focused. And I do think a lot of times this midlife funk thing is really about stage, not so much age, mm -hmm. sometimes age for sure. But we've just been so focused for a couple of decades in a career, raising children, having a family, paying down debt that you don't even see what's possible because you're not in that exploring mood. And one thing I talk a lot to my clients about is this beautiful emotion called envy. And we don't give envy enough credit. Envy is nothing. We, we don't like to feel proud of envy, but I love to think back to what we've been envious about and use it as a clue to what we really want. So you saw somebody impressive on stage and you started to think, wow, what is that? why do I want it? And oh my God, I think I might actually be good at that. And then yeah. you had to do all the, mind, the, all the mindset stuff to help you get there. Yeah, but I love that. I've never heard you talk about envy like that, but I think that that is brilliant. And, and you know, I look back to my, to my I'm not a really um, consistent journal, 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 writing in my journal, I can't say the <laughs> journal or whatever. Um, but I, I, I did write after I came back from RHH Live that year. And, I, and, and the, there was a question that said, um, in five years from now, what three things do you want to have accomplished? And it was really serendipitous timing. And, and those things were, you know, have a thriving coaching patch, packet, pa thriving coaching business, have replaced my, in, my pharmaceutical sales income with a coaching salary and have my own TV show, um, meaning online TV show. And I've done all those. 
And so it's, 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 and that's not about me. It's about looking at Marie and, 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 and coming back and being super specific about this is what I want now. I know. And now that I have a, a North star, if you will, I can, I can hire who I need to hire to figure out the steps. But in, in, I think in midlife, lots of times, like you said, we haven't been exploring and we don't know what we want. We just know we want something else. And we're not comfortable going out and getting it. So no. we're not comfortable thinking about it. And it's very tricky. Uh, Brooke Castillo did one uh, episode 50 uh, in the mentor series. She kicked it off and she talked about that. It's not like we have a mentor store. Like no. at our age, where do we find a mentor if you're not exploring? And one of the things I love is you just never know who you're going to find, especially when you don't even know you need a mentor. Yep, I agree. So, I think it's so important just to be open to the idea that, that we need help at every stage of our lives. And sometimes you need to build the community by paying. Absolutely. And, right? And I'll tell you, at the beginning, when I first um, started to pay for help, I was very uncomfortable about it. Now, it's so obvious to me. I'm very much more aware of what it is that I need. And then I just go get it and I pay for it. And who cares? Sometimes the help is free. Sometimes these mentors in our lives don't even, don't even know the impact they're having, sure. like you described, but sometimes we just have to go get what we need and that's that. Absolutely. And you know, you think back to the three people I said, I mean, I'm, I'm 41 years old. I've come into contact with a lot of people in my life, yet the three people I, I, I told you about all, oh, I paid them. I paid them something, you know, even if it was, it was, it was Martha. Well, I ended up going through life coaching school. So I paid, actually, I paid all of them thousands of dollars. So, and, and I don't begrudge that at all. And if I had, if I had, and I know everybody's financial situation is different, but if I'd said maybe next year or maybe next time, or I'll wait until, uh, you know, that's just another year later that I would have delayed all of this. It's another year later that I might not have met the people. I just, I think that we're afraid and I get it. I understand. But when you know in your gut and your intuition that there's more and, and you believe that this person can give you a step along the way. I, I am of the opinion that that's when you need to run towards them and say, yeah, show me the way. No, I agree. And, and it's just, uh, oh, there's a storm brewing outside. I hope you can't hear the thunder. I can't hear it. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the thing. It's to go and get it. And the other thing to think about, and we talked about this a little bit when uh, you're, you understand that you do have a gift and that you can actually help people. It's when you delay like that, it's another year that you're not helping your people, yeah. right? So there yeah. really is a cost to not being aware of what it is that you want. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's those people suffer too. I mean, you know, yes. like that. That's right. There is more suffering. So speaking of what you wanted, one of the things that you've built uh, in your career is a pretty kick-ass sales school. So could you tell me a little bit about that? Because something very special is happening right now in Kendrick's world. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's my favorite time of year besides the holidays. And, and, and uh, it, July is sort of sales school month, if you will. Sales school is an online training experience where basically anybody who, who enrolls, all of our students are walked through the seven lessons, seven live lessons with me where I'm going to teach you basically the foundations of authentic selling as well as not just the theory, but the application. So like what we talked about with the MLMs, you know, how to say exactly what you need to say so it doesn't feel icky, sleazy, slimy, or gross. And so there, there's seven lessons from your sales mindset to, uh, you know, how to close 50% more sales and, and everything in between. 
and 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 what's really great about it is number one, it's live interaction. So it's it's not it's not videos. Not that there's anything wrong with videos, but it's live. And then we have Q and A after Q and A afterwards, so you can get your questions answered right there. And it basically is an online learning experience that continues well beyond the seven weeks. So the seven weeks is the live teaching where you have daily opportunity to get your questions answered. It's the only class I know of that does this. But every day you have the opportunity to interact with one of our fabulous instructors like you, Susie, to get well, our questions. I didn't even answered. announce that yet, Kendrick. Thank yeah. you oh, for well. No, it's fun. I'm super excited to, to be part of your team as an authentic selling instructor. Yeah, we are so honored to have you. But I think that that's what makes it really great because lots of times with, we've done sales school long enough to know that people say, this is fantastic. I need more Kendrick or I need more feedback or I want more. So I'm like, great, we're going to give you daily opportunity to get your questions answered. And, and so not only is it fantastic proven skills that make your business money, but then the opportunity to get them right and to tweak them so that you actually get out there and get more clients, make more money and do more of what you love right now. And then you're part of the sales school alumni group and the, the learning just continues from there with a lot of free trainings and a lot of awesome experiences. But I think what ultimately makes sales school so amazing is that you learn a skill set that puts money in your bank account for the rest of your life. And I don't know of anything else that does that. These are not gimmicks. They're not, you know, they didn't just pop up yesterday. It is absolutely to um, things that put money in your bank account as long as you're alive. Yeah, it's so amazing. And, and as an alumni of sales school, I can honestly say it, it is a life-changing program and it's a business-changing program. And uh, since July is sales school month, I have a special bonus that I wanted to offer too. For anybody listening, if they go to the show notes, if you go to the show notes, you will see that there is a bonus. I am offering a personal sales school tutor experience to anybody who signs up for Kendrick's sales school um, through the link that I have in the show notes. So that way I can, you know, see who's doing what. And so what you'll get with a personal sales school tutor is that you're going to get a live Q&A just after sales school finishes. And what's so great about that is that you're going to get a lot of help through sales school, but then you will also get continued help just after to make sure that you have all your questions answered and that you have an ability to just keep moving things forward. And the other thing that you're going to get is one private um, coaching call with me. And as Kendrick said, I am super proud to be an authentic selling instructor. And I've been through sales school. I spent half of this year becoming um, one of Kendrick's selling in, uh, sales school instructors. And it's a bonus. It's a real what bonus. Sorry, I'm so excited. I interrupted you. What an amazing bonus, Susie. That's oh, fantastic. thank you. I love it. Thank you for doing that. That's great. So, no, I'm thrilled to do it. Yeah. And I think that, gosh, your bonus is sort of timed out perfectly, right? So they get to come through sales school and get all the support they need. And then they, at the end, get the opportunity when it's over to get continued support from a trained instructor. It's fabulous. I would sign up for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so great. And I honestly, I would never offer this sort of thing if I didn't feel so strongly about the importance of these skills, especially for midlife women. And there's so, like, I honestly think that getting, helping midlife women get excited about their lives again is, it's my calling, right? I really get so excited about it. And so many women are thinking about other things that they can do and things that they want to do well. So whether it's coaching, whether it's um, shifting a business, whether it's starting a business, whether it's just trying to 
work at home, <laughs> whether it's uh, any, any of the direct sales examples that we use, anything, I don't really care. These skills are awesome. And to go through sales school and learn a whole bunch of stuff, get so much help, and then at the end to let the learning continue and to have more support, it's, it's a pleasure. And I really just want to help my people. I think that it's an awesome thing that you're doing. And it's, it's, it just, I, I wouldn't expect anything less from you. You're so giving. And I agree. I believe that it is your mission to help midlife women. And, and, and midlife women need a lot of help, myself included. So I, I'm, I'm honored to, to be partnering with you. Thank you so much. Oh, it's a pleasure. And it's also my birthday month. So I'm pretty, uh, I'm feeling super excited about turning 55 Yay! Uh, next week. And um, yeah, it has to be celebrated, right? Uh, being Absolutely. In the middle, we are all about celebrating age, stage, midlife. And you know, even in my sales copy, I use the word giddy. I actually use the word giddy. I want you guys, the women in the middle listening, to just be giddy about your lives. And if these skills, I know that these skills can help you. And I'm super excited to be part of your team, Kendrick. And I'm super excited just to be able to offer more to my clients. Well, it is, it is our honor to have you. And I think that, uh, you know, the, uh, as we said at the top of the show, right? Selling really is the key to, to get anything you want as long as you do it in a way that is authentic. And that's what we're all about. I believe that that is my life's mission to help, help people get more of what they want and love their life and help others. So that selling's how we do it. That's how we do it. That's how we do it. <laughs> so Kendrick, thank you so much. You've shared so much. You've been so authentic and honest and a pleasure to work with and a pleasure to learn from. And I just really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being, uh, you know, for coming into my world as you did and, and just, um, you know, just allowing me to learn so much from you and the connection we have is authentic. The skills I have are authentic and I'm just thrilled that you've been here sharing on the Women in the Middle podcast. So thank you so much. Oh, Susie, it's my pleasure and the feeling is mutual. That's the great thing about these mentors is you, you develop uh, genuine, authentic friendships and I feel, I've, I feel delighted that you have come into to my life as well. So thank you right back at you and thank you for allowing me the opportunity to speak to the women in, in the middle. It's been such a pleasure. That's it for this episode. Such a great topic, right? Kendrick's approach to selling really does take the ick right out of it. So good. I learned so much from her and I hope you did too. For more information about the special bonuses for sales school mentioned in the episode, and for more about Kendrick Shope, please check out the show notes at www.susierosenstein.com. And as always, if you're frustrated and want some help yourself, you've come to the right place. As you may know, I help amazing women like you. And if you're stuck and not that happy about where you're at in your career or in another part of your life, it just might be time for you to focus on making that change that you've been thinking about. I offer a free 20-minute insight call and would love to hop on the phone and connect. Life is too short, my friends, to waste time in a frustrated, negative spin. You are not alone. So just go to www.susierosenstein.com, hover over the About tab, and you'll see Free Session on the drop-down menu. Click there and you can book straight into my calendar. Super easy, and I can't wait to talk to you. Let's do this, ladies, one amazing insight at a time. Thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm.